Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. So, today we're doing something a little bit different. First of all, I'm starting the episode, which normally doesn't happen. So giving me a little bit of the free range, free range, <laughs> reins here. Um, we were going to sit outside and do this episode. However, we do have a lovely, peaceful, tranquil cottage. But there is a factory not too far away. And sadly, you still get the background noise of the, you know, the home in the background, so it's not completely tranquil. But it feels like it when you sat outside, to be fair. you. I don't know if we've just got used to it. Yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? But it's not as bad as where we used to live. So we're really grateful anyways. But the reason why we were going to sit outside, fitting quite well with the movie we're reviewing today. So it's one obviously Paul has seen, one I haven't seen, <laughs> but it's a very young Paul that has seen this film originally. Yeah, so for this month, there's going to be a theme going through each of these episodes and kind of coining it as films that Paul studied in film studies and to begin with on this first one we're going to be looking at Scottish cinema and the film in question is called Local Hero from 1983. Yeah so fun little fact I never well <laughs> never have I ever <laughs> been to a film studies before or a media studies well and I bet you Everybody's so surprised by this with the knowledge I have. I mean, it's like <laughs> absolutely unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not for everybody <laughs> anyway, is it? It wasn't. It was like more of a sixth form course to do, so it's kind of like something you do after the fact. It wasn't a GCSE or anything like that. So I think my GCSE's options were art um, or like home economics you could hmm. just do. Um. I think there's childcare and IT, so I went with childcare. <laughs> and obviously maths, English, science, mm. you know, your bog standard ones. I think that's about... I think I only, they, won't, they won't put me through. <laughs> Many GCSEs are like, poor love, she can't even spell. <laughs> that's why we do these podcasts, so that we can talk. So, local hero, bringing it right back now, because I know I digress a lot. Um, we start off with it being Scottish cinema, the only Scottish cinema I remember was watching. Go on. And I hope I'm probably I'm wrong. We were in Edinburgh, anyways, at the film, film festival. festival. Yeah. I don't think it's Scottish now. <laughs> I'm actually saying it. <laughs> yeah, we I think. We watched two films, didn't we? They're not Scottish, are they? No. But they were The House in Berlin, which I never let you forget. No. Which, please, everybody go out and watch that because it wastes so much of your life and you'll never get it back. And then this weird-ass zombie movie that was a bit rapey. Yeah, um, I think we might have touched upon these two before, in fact, in a previous episode. I can't remember which one it was now, but probably in the earlier days. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, they're not exactly hard to 
come by. I believe me, I've tried to try and. Please no. <laughs> Why would find... you even try find him? Don't put well, me through that again. Maybe not the house in Berlin, but the Miss Zombie. The rapey zombie film. <laughs> I don't want to see either. Like of all the films you could have put me through. Well, I didn't know myself, did I? Because it was a film festival, and going well, they sound interesting on paper. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do question Paul's film, like... Yeah, you win some, you lose some. But this one mm. that we're going to be talking about today is, is kind of an easier one anyway than the other ones. Not, that not, makes me worried because... Not to say these other ones are <laughs> going to be anything like... Well, I mean, it's, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, like, basically just like what you, what I think is probably good and you'll be like, this is rubbish. But, well, I guess we'll have to see. But they are... The, the other ones are three foreign films, so, of different cultures. Any Japanese ones? The closest you'll get is Hong Kong cinema. Okay. That, but I'll this is leave gonna be that interesting. to, <laughs> won't divulge into that until we get to it later down the line. So let's go to the beat of the film then, for local hero. <laughs> First of all, when we say heroes at the moment, I always think of the NHS. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be like... If you type that into Google, that's probably the first thing that would probably come up. Yeah, it yeah. is at the moment with everything that's still going on. It is be- getting a bit better. There might be a little bit of light, possibly, at an end of a tunnel. It just seems to be that the tunnel just gets longer as you're going down. Mm-hmm. Um, So I remember the opening scene being like a corporate business meeting boardroom. Just before that, though, we get... The whole thing of like the busy flow of traffic in Houston, Texas, you know, like all the the country blue grass on the radio and everything like that going. So it's kind of like, you know, the hustle bustle of the USA Mm. thing. And then, yeah, again, they say you go into this shot of the big corporate side of things. So quite contrast from what we get into as the film progresses. We've got to start somewhere. Yeah, that's true. And there's this man snoring. Yeah, that's Mr. Happer. So he's like the main like boss man, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. So he's the, like the CEO or something of, of the company. this Knox Industries or, or Knox Oil and Gas. Yeah. Yeah. So he's... I don't get how anyone who's such a bigwig in a company can fall asleep and get paid for it. Like, if... Well, that happens in Dark Knight, Bruce Wayne. Sign me up now get away with if I can sleep at my work, <laughs> sleep at work. So you have quite a few different characters. You've got somebody called Morris, who is a bit of a sleazeball character, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he tries to win you over and swoon over you a little bit, but it doesn't seem to work that that well. I did say he looked like Monica's dad um, from Friends, but more, I think... Yeah, when you said it, it was kind of like more his mannerisms when they were kind of like thinking like, yeah, yeah it kind of does, but nothing looks nothing like him or sounds anything like him. It was it's just the way, way he was delivering. It's his face as well, like the way well, his expressions were quite similar. Right. That's more of a you thing, really. But... <laughs> Maybe it's because we've been watching too many Friends. Um, so the whole idea is they're going to send somebody to Scotland. Yeah, and he picks, Mr. Harper picks this... Guy called Mac or Macintosh. Oh, does he actually pick him? In the end, he's asleep, so somebody else just picks him. Well, yeah, but I'm guessing it, it seems to be like, oh, well, he sounds Scottish. Let's just send him. He's got some... 
Is he actually even Scottish? Well, we've got Macintosh. There's obviously some blood relation of like originally from but there, not but like... obviously kept the name and yeah. But he's not obviously he's pretty much American, really. Yeah. So he's got, but he's got that's the closest link to sending someone over over to that side of the world to sort out this deal. To you know, they're wanting to buy the the coastline, the, um, take over the village to build this oil refinery for themselves. Yeah. So. He's quite excited, isn't he? Because obviously the big wig boss man wants to see him now. Um, he's kind of moving up in the ranks a little bit because obviously he's now... Did he do another... I think was it Mexico? I yeah, think. yeah, did a good job on that. So like thinking, oh, well, nobody... He didn't really call people upstairs to go and see him. And it, I even commented saying it looked like the stairways to heaven a little <laughs> bit, the way that he was going up in the lighting. Yeah, yeah. However, when he's up there, <laughs> he was on about how beautiful Scotland is, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And saying, look up at the stars and your star signs, which I'm a Virgo, and he said to look at Virgos. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Maybe it's because it's, she's a woman, I guess. Um, she's a clean freak and organised. Keep an eye on her. It's true enough. <laughs> It really is. Everyone needs a Virgo in their lives. They do. <laughs> it's just a fact. I don't know if you've ever seen a shooting star or a comic though, because I haven't. I wish I had. Can't say that I have, no. Hopefully at some point. So, <laughs> well, you never know. I hope so. At some point in my life, I'd like Well, to I'd like that. to see the Northern Lights, to be honest. Mm, but... Me too. didn't know you could see them in Scotland, to be fair. We can in Finesse, where this is set. I would love to, if that is true, I'd love to go. Mm. So, he ends up then packing his bags and going to Scotland, doesn't he, really? He tries to make some connections with some family friends, but it looks like he doesn't really have much friends, does Mac? No, which is kind of what the film's going for, really, this kind of, like, sense of loneliness in that mm. he's, you know, in this big city, and yet he's kind of, like, very much isolated on his own. And he's got really no, really t- no, no time for him, and they're all, like, faceless individuals almost really um and then of course you've got the contrast of when you get into there and everyone's all like really friendly and everything and welcome mm. with open arms almost yeah you see now i want somewhere in the middle in life i don't want to be completely isolated but i do like my own time and i don't like a little village that knows all my business hmm. i think i want a little bit of privacy yeah like I don't want literally me telling one person and it spreads like Chinese whispers and everybody knows it the next day. So we arrive in Scotland and then we see a very, very young Doctor Who. Yeah, I mean, when I was back in the day when we were watching this in film studies on this um, tiny little TV anyway. So it was, was it one of those portable ones with the wheels? Yeah, probably it was, <laughs> you know, as they do, yeah, and stick it like a v- v- VCR or whatever. It yeah, was. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was even DVD quality, to be fair. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and you, but obviously I wouldn't have known that Clark or even known who he really was at this point. But um, Peter Capaldi, yeah, yeah, sorry, I doctor. said Doctor Who, yeah, and but yeah, I didn't make it clear. Yeah, but I'm no. guessing people might have thought that it's a Scottish Doctor Who, I don't yeah. Think there's any, is, is there any other? Scottish oh, well, no, David Tennant, oh, yeah, yeah but right. yeah, the old, the old. I get confused with him and Matt Smith, to be fair, I think they're two of the same people. Ooh, really, yeah, they look alike. 
They don't look alike. They look nothing alike. One's really tall. And... <laughs> Matt Smith's better looking, actually. Oh, come on. He is. Are you joking? No. Really? Yeah. No, he's not. David Tennant's got a weird nose. I'm sorry, Karen. Karen is Paul's mum and she loves David Tennant. <laughs> but he's got a funny nose. He hasn't. He has. Am I getting him confused? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. obviously they get in the car, driving down lovely, lovely country lanes in Scotland. There's beautiful views. Just like, ah, it's really nice. Until the fog comes in. And then you're absolutely screwed. Yeah. And then run over a bunny rabbit. Yeah, thankfully you don't see him, like, squished or anything like that. He's, he looks he's perfectly fine. Fine, to be fair, yeah. Like, he's not even being run over, to be fair. It looks like just a bunny that you'd buy. Yeah. Bless him. So, yeah, they take him in and put him in the middle back seat. Take her in. Take her in, sorry, yeah. Trudy. The bunny as yeah. we further along yeah. figure out that they name it. Um, put her on the back seat. Have to sleep in the car as well, don't they? Mm-hmm. Because obviously the fog's not shifting. Oh, just before that though, the when they when he first meets Peter Capaldi's character Alton, we also meet this other female like researcher, don't we, Marina? We do at this thing, and the also there's little model like. Interpretations of like the coastline and all that stuff that kind of like moving around with the yeah. like representing like where this is where the refinery is going to go and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, I think I had it before my brother, but he had like um the uh, Tracy Island set from like Thunderbirds, like oh, almost yeah, that yeah. kind of almost something like that or a little model <laughs> set from back in the day. <laughs> well, they were just like picking up pieces and moving around. They just look literally kind of gave you a bit of nostalgia there. Yeah, there's a lot of. Things obviously picking up more this time around anyway. Mm-hmm. The fact of, say, like, have much higher quality, not a noisy classroom, not the teacher, it's, you know, pausing it every two seconds, like, what does this scene mean? And everything like that. <laughs> he was, and, I and, hate that so much. And, and the, he was a bit of a character anyway. He was called, and he was also Scottish, he was called Mr. McDonald, I believe, but he was... Like Ronald McDonald? McDonald's a common name in Is it? Scotland, so... I don't know. Yeah. I've only been a couple of times. I don't really know much about Scotland, to be fair. Muck. Anything with muck thing is pretty much... Like McFly. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so that guy from Back to the Future, then, is he Scottish? Heritons. Somewhere down. <laughs> or Irish. Because yeah. obviously he's from the he's third Irish-y, one. So he's learn... everything with muck. So, you... Hmm. <laughs> Ill-educating but me. <laughs> one of the things that the... Um, this this teacher of ours did. Um, I don't know why he did it, but sometimes I I can't even think of a scenario where we would really do it. But he had a very like piercing stare when he was really really like focusing on you about certain things. Um, but I remember one time he said to one of the students like, "Oh, this dog will bite," and I'd like going like a the gesture of like not like in a sexual way or anything like that. But <laughs> but it was just like really such an oddball thing to to be coming out with. What film was it about? I don't know. It was just talking to the class about something and then someone, uh, like, I guess someone, like, talking over him or something oh, like Oh, so he meant himself as a dog will bite. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I thought he meant in the next scene a dog was no. going to bite. No, no. <laughs> that is pretty bizarre. Yeah, he was a very bizarre character. So we end up getting to, like, a little B&B, bread and breakfast yeah. kind of thing. 
which they beg to get in earlier than they need to, <laughs> which they've kind of woken up the B&B guest house. The owners, owners yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the names then. Um, yeah, so they've woken up. The proprietors, yeah. And ill-impressed a little bit, aren't they, really, yeah. to be fair? But they have been travelling on the road for a long time and just needed to get into a bit more mm-hmm. society where you can be a bit more comfortable than in a car. But I know it's one part that made me quite chuckle. Yeah. And I don't know if you twigged the mood. When he knocks back on the door to yeah. kind of say, oh, here's, here's the bread, here's the toast, fend for yourself. Mm-hmm. But then Mac goes back upstairs, knocks on the door, which obviously the, yeah. these this couple's at yeah. it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's asking for a charger for his briefcase. I didn't know this was a thing. Neither did I, to be honest. I don't remember that scene at all. But again, this kind of highlights the whole thing of like, you know, technology in the big city compared to this little rural uh, yeah. coastal town. We're like, what, what are you talking about? It's like, Even... seems a bit bizarre. Well, even me, like, now, I didn't know a briefcase would charge. Like, don't you just have a padlock on it or, like, these weird things, like, you know, that you roll yeah. with, like, yeah, yeah. numbers? Like, that's literally what I thought a briefcase was. Mm. So even I must be in a little village then, isolated. Yeah, if anybody's ever heard of a, a briefcase that you have to charge to open, let us know. Yeah, especially in 1983. That sounds, that sounds like something, like, from, like, James Bond or something. Something made up. Yeah. Incidentally, one of the films, other films we did study in film studies class to do with Scottish cinema was um, Goldfinger. Goldfinger, I've never seen James Bond. Yeah, but I know um, the guys at Spy Hard's podcast, so it was a good episode, um, covered it in their recent one. And, oh, really? And, uh, yeah, no, it was a lot of factual stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> compared <laughs> yeah, to ours. But, but the the whole thing is about the spy genre of films, anyway. So I've never seen a Bond at all. Hmm. I don't know if I'm. I just feel like it's just a rip off of Mission Impossible. It's like the same thing. Uh, it's just, really not. Though. How can they make so many of them? Like I just don't understand. Watch Mission Impossible. Both. Are, but... <laughs> I'm not being biased either way, just because you hate Tom Cruise. <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah, briefcase wanker basically comes up <laughs> yeah, wanting to so. charge his briefcase. Like, who does that? Like, what <laughs> is that even a thing? Yeah, but I find it. Did you find it weird as well that the 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 owner is soon to learn is called Urquhart or Gordon? Um, he kind of like says, "Oh, the door's always unlocked," kind of thing. Like, wasn't that a bit risky? Well, yeah, because they're obviously so comfortable in this little village. That, yeah. that everyone's just like, yeah, just like a like a video game where you can just walk into <laughs> people's houses and help yourself to whatever. I think so, but I know, like, back when mum was younger, like, her era, you would get away with not having to lock your front door. It, hmm. It's sad now that we're at that stage where I was like, oh, you better yeah. lock your front doors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it does show what quite quaint little village it is, and mm-hmm. that everybody knows everybody. And they know that nobody would do anything like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. With it being such a quaint little village, also, you kind of need more than one person doing several jobs. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing the wage must be a bit of a pittance as well, to be fair. So the B&B owner is an accountant. He said he does um, taxi jobs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as running a pub? There's a question to that, thinking about it, really. that like Because it's not like a really, like, you know, like a touristy type place. It's kind of all seems like fairly local people. It's like, well, obviously they're working jobs, but where's their money coming in to if they're spending it at the pub? But then he's having to do other things, ferrying around other people with taxis and stuff. Like it's like, well, it's all the money's just all going around in a circle, isn't it? Really, it's yeah, not really yeah. coming no in from, in a sense, by the sound of things. Really, yeah. yeah. And I think this is why, when the Americans come over, they smell the money. They keep saying yeah. that throughout. Like they can smell the money yeah. on him. Yeah. And even he gets to a point of where it's like speaking in the B and B's to public. Yeah. So they go to the beach. Yeah. talk and doesn't the scenery look lovely in this it like, does especially very picturesque postcard quality yeah with everything going on and you're not being able to just like go on holiday mm. or you know the closest we've got is now we can travel a little bit further to beaches even though they'll be rammed um it does make you just think oh i'd love to just go on a beach where it's just quiet and have that lovely view where nobody's on it mm-hmm. and that's just like Sounds perfect. So they were lucky that they were getting paid to be having discussions on the beach. Like, who won't want that job? Yeah. <laughs> Although you do get a sense of community with this, for sure. Like, we said earlier about how everybody's too busy for them in the US and everything. Whereas here, he's wanting to make a phone call at the telephone box, and everyone's like, oh, I've only got like a, a tenner or whatever. It's like, oh, can you, everybody chip in? To give some coins just to make this important. They're not for. expecting the coins and, back. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, a, you know, all coming together to help him out just for this. It's like, that would not happen anywhere, like a bigger state, like, like get your own money, yeah, yeah. Get your own problem. And to be fair, I'd be like, mm, I'm not sure if I'd be that giving with my money, especially. Mm-hmm. My moral is, well, he's got more than me, so. Yeah. You know, that, that's the thing as well behind it, isn't it? If you think about it, these people, he's got like a tenner. They've only got like little ten pence in the, the coins. And it's like, but they're willing to give him away and he don't want to break into his tenner. But again, is that because they're thinking, well, if we play nice to him here, we help him out and he'll we'll scratch his back and he'll scratch ours soon enough. With this. I think they are genuine money. though yeah. as well, aren't they? They would yeah, just yeah. Oh, do yeah, yeah, that for yeah. everybody. But there's a little bit of that. To it as well, I think, perhaps, as well, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we're going to be yeah. rich. Yeah, Um, Which, I love the moral behind this film, mm. which I won't come to yet, but I do think it is one of those things where it does have an actual good meaning and moral behind it. So the next scene I've got, which I thought was quite hilarious, is mm-hmm. them going to church. Oh, yeah, Mac and um, Olsen. <laughs> the church yeah. is already full, oh, isn't it? Yeah, he's got a lot of people having a discussion, like town meeting about, like, oh, you know, like, come on, just get the the figures out from him and let's, you know, settle a deal. Yeah. Thing with them. Um... The village want to kind of just grab any yeah. offer they can yeah. get yeah. and have it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, even though that means them not having the house anymore, like this is what kind of baffled me. That you won't be living in this village anymore. You you are aware. Mm. And I think that the money's kind of clouding what they think they could have. Although part of the costs, these they say, like, is you get a percentage to help them relocate somewhere else. But yeah, I get what you mean. It's kind of like, well, that's your home kind of thing. Mm. Are you just going to willing just to give it up in this very peaceful, tranquil place? Yeah. And yeah. It was like the thought of it, like somebody saying to me, 
we want it because it's a farmland but across from us yeah going we want to buy your house and we want to do this this and this to the area mm-hmm. it's like if you've grown up there and you love the area so much yeah would would money really come into it you know if you just like living there like money doesn't last forever no not i don't I don't know in terms of like big percentage of how much they were actually mm. getting from it all but you know yeah you'd only get so far with it and you'd still even if they moved to a bigger city, they probably still need a job at the end of the day and and, and be able to exactly you know, live. So I don't think it's actually worth it. So they're in the church, mm-hmm. full of the villagers, and obviously they're walking up, and the poor priest has to come out because obviously the, the villagers are not meant to know about this deal. It's meant to be all hush yeah, hush, yeah, yeah. but everybody knows because it's such a small town. Mm-hmm. The priest says that anyway. Who is also, he's not from, he's he's not true Scott anyway. He's from Africa. Yeah. He's come over. But he's kind of just become part of the community anyway. So they're mm-hmm. obviously quite accepting of other cultures as well, which is quite nice. But yeah, you get this, soon you get this comedy scene. Someone almost like, you could, if you had like a laugh track in yeah. the background, it'd be like on some comedy sketch show or something like that, where mm-hmm. um, Max like talking off into the distance and then all of a sudden like, kind of like, Double looking <laughs> at these these crowds of people just kind of like creeping away in the background. It's very funny, actually. It did work quite well, but to be fair, my other argument was how has Mac not seen it, yeah. and why is Olsen not saying anything? Like, yeah, mate, look like, at this. Yeah, like he's just stood so there, confused, confused, and like, which I think is kind of makes him more a little more funny. I think. I still think I want to shake him a little bit because, like, to be fair, he's getting paid and doing naff all, isn't he, is Olsen? Well, he's spending most of his time looking out for Marina at sea, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just chatting up a girl, pretty much. Getting paid to look at water and... Mm-hmm. Max doing all the hard work and the bargaining. Yeah. So why is Olsen even there? I don't know. And then we come to the part where they find out the, the little furry friend is served for tea <laughs> or dinner. I don't know why this didn't shock me as much as it did. I, I was surprised, actually. I was thinking you were going to be like... <gasps> What? I think I haven't got but an attachment I to suppose, the bunny rabbit. Well, I guess you didn't really see much of it, did you? It wasn't like like he was holding it in his hand and no. stroking it. and You just saw a couple of instances where it's still in his bedroom, which is kind of him accepting... Mac, this is Mac accepting more like the... Again, the nature, in a way, from the, you know, the corporate stuff that he's used to mm-hmm. having in his life, really. So, Which, obviously, but, I, I'll allow anyone to embrace nature... Yeah. I get that, and it's lovely, <laughs> but I feel like if it was, like, Marley and Me is a film mm. with the dog. I, I know it is, yeah. And Even I cried at that film. That is so sad, but you get the connection with the dog, and yeah. you see it yeah. being raised and everything yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that it makes you want to bawl your eyes out. Yeah. This was a rabbit that I saw about three scenes, and yeah. then it was dead. Yeah, and, and it wasn't even a graphic way. It was kind of just like, it wasn't like a super focused in on this meal that they were being served or anything like that. It was kind of just like, oh, yeah, you're eating rabbit. <laughs> and they're kind of a bit appalled, but it doesn't really go too much more into that, does it? To be it fair, really? I would have been a bit disgusted, like, if it was my yeah. own pet. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you've only had it for a couple of days... Yeah, and he said it was the leg was broken anyway. Check the, it... check the, check the leg if you don't believe me, type of thing. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> Putting it out of his misery somewhat, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But you should run it past somebody. Yeah. That's my moral. <laughs> 
Should just go out of your way. <laughs> start cooking whatever you find in somebody's room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though he said he wasn't allowing pets mm-hmm. yeah. within the B&B. I do think, though, the B&B owners have a weird and wonderful relationship, don't they? Yeah. It must be new because nobody's like that. <laughs> when you get married or get older or get no. more settled in your relationship, you're not at it every night. No, thirsty for one another, yeah. Yeah. Essentially, because it's like she comes up one instance and it's like there's a banging on the roof. There's this guy's fixing something. You kind of just see him doing that throughout the film. Anyway, yeah, yeah. it's like, what are you actually doing? Like Gordon asks, like, oh, what are you doing now? He just says, so I'm just making some lunch. And then they start, like, getting down to it. Yeah. Uh, and for some reason, they put the shoes on the paper stand rack thing. Like, well, what's that all about? Why just why not put them on the floor? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they'll be like, no, get, don't put your dirty shoes on the paper. Also, like... And then it's like, oh, no, you can carry on banging now because he doesn't stop initially before she comes in so it's like oh you cover up the what we're yeah, about to be doing but it's yeah it's very, very strange it is quite bizarre and to be fair it's like well you were making food when are you gonna make that now Mm-mm. were you not hungry or is that just completely so gone out? Some, something else <laughs> is that completely gone out yeah. of the window now <laughs> um yeah so a bit peculiar relationship there's um i wrote it down somewhere i don't know where it, maybe i didn't actually write it down but there's obviously like a recurring instance where this motorbike's kind of going up and down the the high street or wherever you want to call it, mm. like thing, and every almost like every time he's walking out of this B and B place he's staying at, this bike and it kind of catches him by surprise. But as he's going on throughout his days there, as he's kind of getting used to the locals and everything, yeah. he kind of like doesn't it a second age to him because like what Peter Capaldi's character, he kind of like stops him like just wait. Like coming past at this point now, yeah. kind of thing, and it's like he's he's kind of quite adapting to it quite well. This whole thing is he's obviously slowly but surely falling in love with the surroundings that he's finding himself in. He's going, you know, like going into the rock pools and getting all the seashells yeah. from the coast and everything. It's kind of really finding the beauty in the place. He definitely is, unlike Mister Doctor Who, who's just. Obsessed with the girl that looks like a mermaid because well, like, she constantly. Well, I think that's that seems to be implied, mm. especially with one instance where she's got, which is <laughs> web web toes. <laughs> yes, webbed feet. Yeah. That is a thing, and oh, you yeah, don't no, have to a, be a mermaid. No, I know you don't, but it kind of is, it seems to be heavily implied that she's potentially well, that. She just rocks about nowhere. Where does she? she? Yeah, and yeah. And she wobbly. I know. It's yeah, like in, in one thing she can. Kind of turns around in one scene, and then suddenly she's there in this like aquamarine thing, yeah. kind of thing, and everything. So yeah, so I think it's it's kind of implied anyway. But but you're on about the because I was like there going like, oh, why is he kiss again? The whole feet thing is like, <sighs> don't be kissing feet that yeah that's you know covered in salt water anyway, and it's you've been walking around on the grand sand and all. Oh, that. the sand! Oh, don't get him started on the sand. I mean, he doesn't even like the beach. Do you? Don't like. Sound like the thing from Star Wars, the Anakin. Oh, sand! It gets everywhere, but it's true. It does get everywhere. But it's nice. It's lovely on your feet and on your toes, and it's, it's the best pedicure you can get for free. Hmm. 
Like it would sort out your hard Except skin. Except when you get stung by jellyfish. Never had happened. Or sharp rocks. Or anything else that might... <laughs> Why do you have to be so negative? Well, a... a beach experience is beautiful. Um, so yes, yeah, so she's got webbed feet, which I straight away thought, well, you don't like feet anyways. Now the freaking look like duck feet. That you can be like, nope, I'm definitely not going near them. No. But Mac is also, as you say, like when he's fishing in the rock pools and everything, he kind of like foregoes his watch anyway. That kind of gets swept away in the tide yes. and everything as well. It's kind of like a nice touch. Like, again, this is all taking over his life a bit more in a good way. Like, he's kind of like forgetting about all the these, these corporate calls, calls that yeah. are going on that he's been alerted to. Uh, and it's yeah. just like... I get where he's coming from with this because I think everyone needs a little bit of peace and tranquil and I think that's what this place gives him mm -hmm. and I think this is somewhat the moral of the story is kind of coming into play. Yeah. You also get an, an old school vibe so there's like the old phones and I feel like if you hung up you could stay on the line a little bit somehow like so for example if you had two phones if you were lucky enough yeah you you could never make another phone call on that phone. So anyone who's younger than us be like, what? You had two phones and you couldn't make two phone calls at the same time? Nope. You would pick up the phone oh, yeah, and you'd be listening on. to... Someone on the other line, yeah. Someone yeah. on the other line. Yeah, yeah. Unless you wanted to earwig, then that was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah you could get away with that. No problem. As long as you were freaking <laughs> yeah, down yeah, the phone to give it away. <laughs> but also, I think if, you, if somebody stayed on the line, if they didn't hang up, you wouldn't be able to make another call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have to hang up. Mm -hmm. And if you re-picked it up, they'd still be there. So, like, you know that bit where you think, oh, just turn my if you want to hang up on something, you turn your phone off? Yeah. Like, literally, you wouldn't be able to get away with that. I think you'd have to unplug, like, the line mm -hmm. for that call to then get disconnected. And the thought of technology now, like, that being a thing of where you don't have the power to hang up on somebody properly, because yeah. if you wanted to make another phone call, they'd still be there. That just... Mind boggles me now, but that's <laughs> what it used to be like. And there's this weird thing, right? And I don't understand. Yeah. The Russians are coming. What did this add? What, did it need to be there? Um. I feel like... Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not entirely sure, even from what I read on my notes on the document I had, um, f from what I found of what I'd written about back in film studies about it. Um, there was there was nothing no mention of um why there was a Russian guy, uh in the, in the film. Um, but like I don't. Other I... than again, a more like another means of corporate thing from the other side of the world coming into. Maybe, but they seem to, to know him a lot book. more, and they were yeah. more pally. And like, was he having like a fallout? Was that lady in the boat his wife? And she was like yeah, I think yelling so. at yeah. him. So like, had he done something wrong? And like, there was no subtitles for that part. No. So it's like you didn't know what, why she was yelling at him. I just so I feel like that little bit for me was like that didn't need. I don't really know what value it added. I still don't understand mm. why it was there within it, anyways. Mm. To, to be fair, mm. that could be. He could be a character you could do without. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Now right. I, I kind of see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, I don't really have. It does this to weird that. ass song, and it's strange and peculiar, and it's like I just don't get it. I love the Scottish music. That was yeah. lovely. Like with the, is it a flute? Was it? Yeah, yeah, more like traditional. Yeah, love that. What you'd expect. No yeah. bagpipes though. No, they're missing trick there, weren't they? Yeah. Maybe that would be two on the nose. I don't know. 
Um, but we also eventually get to meet this um, guy called Ben, who's like a beachcomber, lives on the beach, pretty much on this, this weird, like, hut. So it's kind of like... an electric, or if it literally is just living on living, the earth. Uh, pretty much. That's how he's living his life, you know. Eating tea on the stove. Yeah, exactly. It's like a window <laughs> thing that you had to clamber through to to get through to. And um yeah, it's quite an interesting character, but he's he's the whole reason behind the title local hero because I was gonna he's... ask you who was the local hero. I didn't know yeah. if it was the B and B owner, accountant uh, doing all slash the... taxi driver, slash, yeah. yeah. Being the local hero yeah. doing all the, the jobs. jobs. Yeah, yeah. No, it's because He's kind of like putting a spanner in the works with the whole deal going through because he's like, no, I, I cannot sell this land, my part of the land. It's the beach. It's my home, and and you know, seeing the beauty in it all, and they can't, you can't take that away. Yeah. For any any price. He even picks up sand and says, "If you, yeah, could you possibly give me like for a handful of sand, how many grains of sand this is worth? Yeah. For what was it a hundred? Was it like a pound a do- or something? dollar or something? Yeah, for every grain of sand I have in my hand on this whole beach, it's like infinite, essentially amounts of money to yeah to do that. So and it was passed down as well, so it's from his family, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's got that nostalgia to it, where mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, my family have given me this. Would you want to mm-hmm. sell it?" Yeah. Like if somebody gave me a beach. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be selling that anytime soon. No. You know, it's not something that you just get given, you know, freely now and again, is it? No. But he's kind of like the natural environment personified mm. to, you know, to, to scupper the the oil company's plans yeah. and everything. But it does lead to um guy, Mr. Happer, coming all the way to the Ness after kind of like... Mac kind of describes the whole nights and everything kind of thing and it's there's something at this point or sometime thereafter it's kind of like oh, I'm just going to go and visit in a private helicopter and kind of see suss it all myself. out thing. Um, although when he gets there in this helicopter and, and you said before that it was like all the townspeople are heading towards the, <laughs> bit, the beach where Ben is you're thinking, are they are they going to kill him <laughs> to, yeah. to stop him in his tracks? <laughs> but when he lands in the helicopter, and he's kind of like, oh, thinking it's um, Olsen is Macintosh for guessing because it's a Scottish thing. Yeah. And then he kind of like, oh no, it's it's him actually. It's he's like standing behind him <laughs> to to Mac, and it's like, oh right, okay, it's you. I've sent from things. So again, it's that whole thing of the corporate thing. Like, well, it's a faceless. Yeah. He didn't even know he did. He'd spoken to him about the phone. Just like, just get me some this Macintosh guy and send him off. It's so he'd kind of obviously forgotten who Mac was in 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 person, which kind of shows like how I'll rush about corporate life, kind of whirlwind kind of thing that goes on there. Such a big yeah. turnaround yeah. that yeah. you know these faces yeah, until just you blur into one another. Yeah. Make a great impression, sure. yeah. And you high up, yeah. you're not going to stick, yeah. really. But, Sadly, you just didn't work around. But yeah, at this point, anyway, Max kind of like very well accustomed to the life that's he's kind of like been settling into here. Mm. He's kind of like wearing these big, like the all like the local yeah. jumpers and everything like that, and drinking a lot of whiskey and stuff. And he's well, kind of... they're in the scene as well that I kind of I think just before, hmm. yeah, um, oh. the big wig boss yeah. man yeah. comes. Where they kind of have 
it's back to where they're having their kind of little celebration, yeah. thinking everything's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. And Matt gets a little bit drunk and yeah. actually wants... To swap um, places. With Gordon. Yeah. He wants his life. Yeah. He wants Stella. Um, He loves her. Mm-hmm. He wants her to be left here with him. Yeah. And basically offering his brilliant life with a fancy car, 8,000 mm. and odd pound a, a year. 80, yeah, 80 grand a yeah. year, yeah. Job and wants to pack all of that in just to live. Have this slice of life, yeah. Yeah, with hardly anything. <laughs> so, one moral of the story. Money can't buy you happiness. <laughs> there is another man that says, money would make me feel different, but it's made me feel depressed. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Yeah, it shows that money isn't everything. Don't get me wrong, money is massively helpful. Oh, yes, it is. To make you happy. Because yeah. obviously to pay your bills and everything and afford life. Yeah. And it's hard if you don't have it. Yeah. But it's not the be all and end all of having happiness. No. You could have hardly anything. But if you have a lovely family around you, then money. I'd rather be that than be as rich as anything and be lonely as hell. <laughs> so, going back to the local hero story. Yeah, yeah. So, it's now sort of determined that Happer... Because of his uh, seeming seem big obsession with the whole, like, the planets and mm-hmm. having, like, this big telescope and wanting, like, a <laughs> almost like an observatory type of thing to see the all of the northern lights and everything and the comets that, that fall down from the sky in this very this beauty spot that, he's, that we've discovered. And then um, Olsen's like, oh, and we should also have, like, a marine, like, biology centre <laughs> yeah, as well, yeah. kind of like a thing to... To get a shoe in with Marina, I think, really, yeah, on that much. fact. So it's kind of like, yeah, we'll we'll have those two things and that'll be what we'll have here instead. So it's kind of like not completely overtaken with just a soulless factory of producing oil and stuff, mm-hmm. refinery. It's it's kind of keeping a bit of both in a sense. And the locals the lands can still stay, stay can't they? Yeah. Don't have to leave. Yeah. Um, they've still got the village relationship. Yep. Yeah. But actually, hopefully, these two things could bring in tourists exactly. and bring in money yeah. for them. Yeah, so that kind of helps them out that way, really. But it's obviously this point is he's kind of like Happers like wanted to send Mac Mac back to the states in a helicopter. He just came in to kind of like, yeah, I'll got to take it from here type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't need you anymore, which is kind of like a bit of a kick in the teeth really for him really I think it's horrible and he didn't even get to say goodbye to Stella to say that he actually loved her yeah. even though really I don't really know how much he does love her well there was the the scene where obviously when they're kind of having that little dance in yeah. the shindig and then you kind of can't hear what they're saying to one another but the scene obviously it's like getting like, along sp- 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 yeah check whispers of some degree and yeah, but... Um, and seem to be, yeah, like I say, getting along. I'd like to think he, well, but... if you just danced with someone that you're not going to fall in love with them. But he's clearly fallen in love with the whole, with the place, because yeah. he kind of gets back to his place in Houston and it's just a very empty apartment again, and he kind of just, like, has all these shells he's still got in his pocket and puts them down on the counter, opens up the balcony... To hear the noise, the hustle and bustle of where he's, he's situated in the States. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's so sad for, <laughs> for him. And then the final scene being the thing, he's ringing the 
the the phone box in the, the village. Obviously, I think it's kind of like either missing the place or is you're hoping someone to talk to about getting yeah. back there or something. So it's kind of like, yeah. It leaves it open, but, doesn't it, to yeah. your interpretation. I hope that it was going back. Yeah. I don't know why he got in on the plane in the first place, to be fair, why he needed to go back on the helicopter back home. I don't mm. know why, because he belongs there. I think that is yeah. his home, but it leaves it wide open. It could be, you could make, you could twist it either way. You could leave it as a really horrible ending where he's like actually stuck now in the US. Mm-hmm. He's unhappy and miserable. Mm-hmm. That kind of leaves it a bit of hope, doesn't it, at the end, rather than just ending him just looking out at the, yeah. the that hazy blue sky of Houston. But, but, um, but yeah, that's the film. It is. In a nutshell, it is pretty well, much in a long, long-winded. Long, long-winded nutshell, but you haven't, yeah. said, you haven't said that in a while. I know. <laughs> it's it's a bit of a peculiar one for me, this film. Hmm. I'm not in love. Um, not like he was. with. I'm in love with Scotland, don't get me wrong. It is beautiful. Yeah. I would go there. We've been to uh, Le Monde, haven't we, in mm-hmm. Helensburg? Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's really nice. Would I know, you, I cried. Would you, would you live... There. Yes. If you've got the choice. Compared to where we are now or Oh hmm. Didn't have a it depends on which house. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not the cottage that we stayed in there because it didn't have the views that we had. Well, well the house that we stayed in. Mm. Holiday home. That it was, was lovely. That, yeah. But it didn't have a nice nice, nice view. Not like the field and everything. No, but it wasn't it... like a water bay view or anything no, like no. that. So with this film I think it was a bit of an odd one for me. Hmm. I love the moral behind it. So obviously money can't buy you happiness. Yep. The fact that actually being in a corporate business in a city, you can feel lonely and isolated. It's better to be in a little nice knit community with a village that people love you and care for you. And all the core values that I have are there. Yeah. But I just felt a little bit don't know, like Mac, I really wanted to like, but I just didn't feel like I got to know him enough right. as a character. There's a lot of things that just didn't seem to be answered. Because obviously, I feel like the character development wasn't actually developed that much. Okay. It was more to do with the whole bay and selling and comical side of that than it was actually delving into a character individually. If that makes sense, I won't really say I could know much about Mac. About apart from that, he collected some seashells. He was in America. He loves whiskey and wanted to live in Scotland. Mm-hmm. That's about it. So for his birthday, I'll get him a shell-based whiskey bottle. <laughs> I can get me that instead. <laughs> if um, you can find such a thing. Yeah, that's true. I think it's. Definitely unique. I like the Scottishness. I do know I found it tricky, though. Yeah. Some were really broad. I was going to say, like, I don't know if I should have put subtitles on because it's like the fact that the other ones are all subtitled. You have to pay attention. Mm. But that would be because of the language barrier there. But thinking, yeah, maybe I should just put it on anyway just for the sake of argument. But, uh, yeah. It was it was tricky on some points. Some of them were, I'm like, go to you, what did they, what did they say? And then you were like, I think he said not, and I thought he said north, and you thought he said autumnal. And oh, that was that was even American, even, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, definitely needed subtitles. I'm not in love. I feel like I want you to convince me of why 
I'd want to watch it again. I don't think I would. would. No, really? Yeah, I just felt it was a little bit lacklustre. It wasn't great. Mm. I'm, so, I'm kind of a bit sad that to hear that, really. I'm so sorry. The only thing I liked about it was the scenery. Okay. Not the not, not not the not the whole thing of like him sort of like coming around to. I quite like that, but I still don't feel like Mac. I knew Mac. Right. I just I don't know. I feel like there was a lot of character development that wasn't there, and I feel like he. It was nice to see that he loved the area, and I liked that part. But I just didn't feel any connection to any of it. I don't know why. Nothing emotional, really. Like he, he didn't even see him when he got on the plane getting upset to a, a degree. He, like, there's <laughs> what no did you fear. expect? There's no like, like... tear drop going, <laughs> going pressing against the window, going, no. Or like being a bit more resilient towards it, I guess. Like, to say, actually, no, um, I don't want to go, you know. Mm. I think it's a bit not... more just. Yeah, I don't know if it would. If how that will come across in a sense of like, no, I don't want to go, kind of thing. Like no, a, no, but like, I want to stay here, kind of thing. You don't have to be like a ty- teenager yeah, t- having tangent, a tantrum, right. but more just emotional about it than just, oh, okay, <laughs> I'll go on the plane now. And it's like, well, if you don't want to, don't. Mm. Certain things just didn't seem, and like, just a bit weird. I get it, but the, just everybody was a bit peculiar. <laughs> In what way? Oh, A, killing a rabbit. B, this sexual tension between the B&B horse. It's like, I didn't think that added anything. Then there was this weird Russian person that came in. I'm like, who the hell are you? Why, why are we speaking Russian? I thought this was a Scottish movie. Hmm. Like, so why are the Russians in it? Then you've got Doctor Who, who you think there's a romance coming, but she's not really interested in him, really. She lets him kiss her feet and then she buggers off. So that's... Well, you just kind of go after and in, into the sea to like tell her about what the change of the plans are. Kind of yeah, thing. but you, nothing. I think there's a lot of unanswered things. Like, well, does that work out? Does she like him then? Because it's going to be, mm. you know, I'm like, well, so many loose ends that are just not tied to make it feel like a wholesome film. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you've got any views of apart from the fact that you watched it in film media studies. That I am missing, please give them to me. Well, do you have a score in mind then? Before, before. <laughs> <laughs> I won't watch it again. <laughs> really? I've, I've, there's been other films that have been way more like. <laughs> I can understand why. You I wouldn't want to watch, watch it for the scenery, so I just won't put volume on. <laughs> I just watched the pretty sky. I think we're going looking at a six at the moment. Right, okay. That was like well, Robocop last week was a six as well. Maybe I'm not in the mood. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just need to give me a good film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with this film, to be honest. It's quite just nice. Well, do you and... love it? It's not so, like a ten, is it? For some people it is, though. What? Why? But I, I get to the point of the fact that on Rotten... Tomatoes, tomatoes. I don't believe whatever. any of that. Yeah. What they say on but there, it's a load of rotten 100%, tomatoes. Hundred percent rating on that thing, and that's normal. Is it all the Scots? <laughs> I don't know, but there's like a load of critics on there, like listing it as like one of the best. It's not rated that highly in IMDb though, so. So uh, we listen to IMDb, don't we? 
that they put it at a 7.3. What's wrong with my 6? Is that out of 10? Yeah, it's out of 10, yeah. Obviously. 7. It, what? So, I don't know, 7.3 something. Well, that's close to a 6. No, it isn't. It is. Okay. You're rounding You've it. You've 6.5 at least, no? No. No. Please tell me your your reasons behind why this is such a good film. So, I mean, admittedly, I hadn't seen it for probably even since then, back in the day. So, but, I, but yet I still remembered majority of what happens um, in the film. I do so think kind of so the... obviously so so obviously like the scenery and the locations mm. stuck with me quite prominently with that. There's there is like it's obviously capturing the beauty of that mm-hmm. you know idyllic scenery of yeah, yeah. the coast Scotland in particular, and it shows the importance of like don't get swallowed up in the whole conglomerate of the corporate world and everything. Do seek try and seek out. The beauty, the natural beauty that is in the world, mm-hmm. even if it's just to go on holiday somewhere and just appreciate it, is enough. The sense of community is really nice mm-hmm. in it, even if it might not be completely accurate into if you maybe in today's standards, perhaps. A bit but, overbearing but, as well, but, though. Um, not as such. It's it's kind of nice to see that the the kind of like very accepting of this. It's called the has come all over from the states. Everything not like oh you know because of the way that they kind of think well you're taking over our lands type of thing you think you'd think they're being more of an uproar wouldn't they where it's yes. quite the opposite of they're like yeah take it take our houses take yeah. thing we just want the money type of thing so it's a kind of contrast to what you might think the story would mm. be so that's a but nice then being beyond and just give feed him a dead rabbit that he got fond <laughs> of so he's not that nice true. <laughs> But there's a little comedic element to it, and there is that sprinkled throughout as well, which is nice. I don't know, I really enjoyed it, and I can see why people do rate it quite highly, and it's it's quite popular. It's like one of those things on the Criterion, which is like up there in terms of like, if it's something on the Criterion collection, that's pretty much seen as sort of like high cinema type of thing, hmm. really. But um, Maybe I'm just ill-educated. I don't know. I think it's just it didn't. Apart from the value and the core of it and the beautifulness of Scotland, mm-hmm. it didn't tug on my heartstrings enough. I feel like mm. it was a really good, valuable no, story. No, no, I know it's here. not like super like personal to me in any ratio, but it wasn't like tearing up or anything in any parts or anything like that. It didn't hit me that emotionally like some yeah. films do, but it's. But I feel like they could have but... done some something more with it for me mm-hmm. to make it a bit more personable mm. and to make it. What if it was, instead of being set in Scotland, what if somewhere like the Lake District or something, if there was a similar situation where a guy's coming over from the US to the Lake District and it was... Um... I don't think it'd make a difference. I think it'd be still the same moral, same principle, but I'd want to know more but about the characters, I think. Okay. I feel like they've missed a trick there hmm. where you don't get to know them that well. You've got quite a few odd balls you know, little bits of facts about them, but you don't know them, know them. And I think you'd feel more of for them going on this journey. Yeah, you you think, like, an example would be maybe, like, when he's maxed at the, by the by the boats and everything, he's like, who's the who's the bit who's this baby? And they're all yeah. kind of, like, shifty eyes, like, mm, it's not my baby, kind of yeah. thing. Like, like, like what the hell like, is that? And then and it then happens move again. move on. 
Yeah. When they're coming to go yeah. to the No, beach. I get you. There's some unanswered questions, mm. but I guess maybe partly something like some of that's got like a comedy element Maybe to I it, just but... don't get the Scottish humour. I don't think it's inherently Scottish humour. I think it's... The director is Scottish, but I don't know if it's... We don't know that. But Anyways, anyway. what's your score? Mine is an eight. I don't really enjoyed seeing this again. And, and, and especially, especially as a, you know, ad, through adult eyes, more like, you know, it been 10 odd years since the last, sorry, maybe even a bit more, maybe 15. But yeah, yeah no, there's, and certainly living here, getting appreciating the beauty and the peace and quiet of where, from where we used to live. Yeah, no, I completely understand so that. So there's, there's that connection, I suppose, you as might. well. Yeah. We do get seagulls as well. That's like we do, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. despite we're nowhere near the sea. But <laughs> I personally would want to watch it again. But clearly nothing of interest to you to rewatch it again. I don't think I'd get much out of mm. it. Okay. Apart from looking at the pretty views of Scotland, mm. mm-hmm. I don't think I'd get... But you'd rather just travel to Scotland to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And take photographs, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I tried. But with that one, I thought I was just going a nice, easy one to begin with. Oh, Jesus, give me help if that's nice and easy. I don't understand any of it apart from the moral. That's the only bit that's good about it. See how we get on for the next Next ones then. The subtitles, I'm not going to even be able to catch up. I'll be like, what did he say? Who's that? Who's this? Oh, Jesus. Can June be done already? You try and do something, you know, like open (laughs) myself up to... <laughs> Showing you what I've learned or what I've been watching from a younger age, and oh, this I'm is sorry. the thanks I get. I'm sorry for you making me watch shit films. It's not, it's not that bad. It's all right. No. It's just all right. I don't love it. I don't hate it. <laughs> it's like, my right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening oh, to this so episode. I'm so disheartened. I'm so sorry. I feel really bad. Um, be sure to check out all our other episodes. Uh, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And, of course, you can find us on the social media platforms of Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, under the handle SP underscore Film Viewers. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Um, do remember we do have a buy me a coffee. Um, definitely buy Paul a coffee, even if you don't want to buy me one this week. <laughs> I feel like Paul's blessing me. He's put his heart, is it the shirt, heart on his sleeve or whatever it's the saying is. Yeah, heart on his sleeve. Um, and I've just ripped his heart off, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and time. now my wrist is bleeding. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. He, he likes coffee, so you're fine. Or just buy me whiskey in the spirit of the Scottish cinema. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's called buy me a coffee, mate, not buy me a whiskey. <laughs> But yeah, if you want to buy him a whiskey, you might need it after this mm-hmm. <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. So before we wrap up, one last thing mm. is we've been lucky enough to be nominated on the British Podcast Awards. So if you go to the website and for the listener's choice, you can just type in SP Film Viewers on there to vote for us. That'd be very much appreciated. Yep, it really would. So thank you so much. In advance, if you do want to vote for us or anything like that, we always value any of your support that you give us. 
and um, really lucky to have lovely listeners <laughs> yes thank you very much everyone everybody who does listen and comments and all the interactions we have on twitter and instagram and all that it's great we love every single one of you and we value you more than you can even think so we'll see you next week for what i decide to pick sophie's what torture next week. can i put so be ch- through? Be a choice of two different ones so you get a choice yeah either... so i get to pick yeah but the other one's going to come after the week so it's what order you want to do i mean oh, i've right. got i've got an idea of what i want for the, the for the last one anyway yeah you don't yeah Damn. yeah sorry you don't have a choice in that you're still gonna have to watch it's them like, regardless oh, maybe there's like two options no. and i can pick one no of the not, not, ones. not for these ones no sorry what a load of crap <laughs> when okay. is it christmas this is only when i get to say what we watch yeah we've got halloween probably <laughs> coming up soon jesus thank you very much for listening <laughs> and we will speak to you next time speak to you next time bye bye bye